Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. We are so close to the end of the week. Give it up for yourselves. A big round of applause for you for Good making job. it. Good job, everybody. And while we're giving big rounds of applause. Yes. Claudia yes. Asher is a New York Times bestselling author. Number fucking 12, 12, bitch. Number fucking 12. Oh, my God. And you know what? I just found out. Someone DM me. Tom Brady is number 12. I might have to switch my Super Bowl bets because it's it's kismet, you know? A hundred percent. So, yeah. Yes. Yesterday I got the call five o'clock on the dot. I literally knew I had I knew I was finding out yesterday and I knew it was a conference call at five o'clock with like the publishers and my agents and stuff. And I literally sat on my couch from one o'clock to five o'clock just staring at my computer. I'm like, I wonder if it's time for the conference call yet. And Ben came home early and I recorded my reaction because I'm like, honestly, I didn't really expect to make it because New York Times bestsellers list. Of course, you have to sell books, but it's not only about selling books. It's about more prestige and like yeah, like it's are, curated. Yeah, there are other lists that are strictly based on amount of books you sold. Like USA Today, I was very, very grateful to have made the 22nd spot in all books. Like it was a huge, it was a huge deal. And that's like, you know what? I feel really proud of that because like that's people who picked up my book. But the New York Times, it's a weird, they don't tell you how to make it. It's a combination of people have to have bought your book like a significant amount. A lot of people. A lot of people. But also it's a prestige thing. Like it's also... They chose you, you know? And so, of course, because that reason alone, I thought I wasn't going to get it. Because, like, you know, I'm, like, a canceled queen and nobody wants to be associated with me. So I knew that, like, I had sold enough books to make it, but I didn't think that they would have, like, hand-selected me to be a part of the list. Me. Me. And so that's why I didn't really talk about it on the toast. Like, I, I just I didn't want to put it out there because, like, I knew, like, it really wasn't a possibility just given, you know, my, my background. And <laughs> then they called me and they were like, congratulations. And I literally like screamed from the top of my lungs. I couldn't believe it. I literally cried all night. I had some drinks too. That's why. But I just like couldn't believe that like, I feel like my claim to fame is just like being a disgraced queen. Yes. And this is extremely graceful. It's, it's the New York Times. Like it's so fucking graceful. And I don't know. It just felt like this full circle moment where like I just like have doubted myself so much in the last year. And I always feel like I'm just like being left behind because I'm like this canceled disgraced queen. And to just, and I don't even know if they meant to, but to be honored by the New York Times <laughs> is so not real like it's so crazy and I'm so grateful of course to the New York Times thank you but to the toasters who like showed up showed out like my numbers were they irrefutable deny the toasters. they couldn't deny it like I was irrefutably a best-selling author like, yes that is the power of the toast and so to everyone who bought the book and connected with the book or didn't even read it and put it on their shelves like that works for me because a sale is a sale and thank you so much like we did it and now like to my grave now to the moon I'm best-selling author 100%. And there's a few people I would love to thank, honestly. Ooh. Of course, the toasters. 
first and foremost, for their unwavering support and support. And second to my friends and family, you know, who were so supportive. And they were like, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. And I was like, no, I'm really not. But like, you will have to pick me up, you know, when I get the call that I didn't get it. Also, a very special thanks to Kelty Knight, who I really confided in over the last few months over this process, because nobody has more information on the New York Times bestsellers list than Kelty Knight. She knows who made it, who didn't make it, how many books they sold. So she was constantly, you know, keeping me in the loop, telling me, you know, what I needed to hear and a great source of support for me. Love to hear that. And then finally, I would like to thank myself for doing it and writing a book. And you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And never taking no for an answer. Literally, refusal of taking no for an answer. That's the moral of the story. The moral of the story here is that it's never too late to, like, start over and rebuild. And, you know, and I say this in the book, like, a healthy dose of delusion is so important when curating your dreams. A hundred percent. That's beautiful, Claudia. Because this is a delusional thing that happened. Like, it's not real. But it wouldn't have been possible without your healthy dose of delusion. That's what I'm saying. So we are so proud of you here at Thank The Toast. You. We're so proud that we can say like one of the hosts of the Morning Toast is a New York Times bestselling author. Like that just gives the show a level of prestige that I think we really needed. And I think we're kind of like an award-winning show now. I think you could say that. We're a best-selling show. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're already winning awards. Right. Like, like Peabody's, like, Nobel Peace Prizes. It's honestly exhausting having to fly over the world to just like accept them. But we'll do it because we love it. Yeah. And I do like the Nobel Peace Prize, the ones that we've gotten because they come with a million dollar prize. And They do? Yeah. The Nobel Peace Prize you get paid for? Can you look that up? I never I, heard that. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I get, it would make sense. You get a million dollars when you win a Nobel Peace Prize. That would make sense, but I've never heard that. Yeah, no, I remember hearing it and being like, damn, I should have went to grad school, you know? 100%. 100%. 100%. I'm pretty sure we're going to double check, but I'm pretty sure that you win money when you win a Nobel Peace Prize. I don't know. Okay, I'll well, have that's to, next. I'll have to win one to find out. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. You never know what can happen. You never know. $1 million dollars. And, and an 18-karat gold medal. Wow. You learn something Confirmed. new every day. I had no idea. I know. I remember when I found that out. I'm like, that's so crazy. Like, I yeah. never thought. I thought it was a, literally just a plaque. Yeah, and the prestige and the honor. Of course. And, like, the press. Yes, of course. Which you is worth its weight. You can't buy press that good. Trust me, I've tried. <laughs> well, we're so proud of you. Today's Thank a you. great day. It Obviously, is. you were so busy last night, as was I, so we didn't watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah. So there will be no recap, but I'm sure everyone might understand yeah no I was just like I was I knew last night I was going to be drinking very heavily either as a celebration or a commiseration yes and I'm so glad it was the former because I had such a great time I just like was with three of my friends from high school and we played code names and we ate burgers I had like a feasty vibes it was so good like a kosher feast wow yum speaking of feasty vibes yesterday afternoon I cooked dinner at I, I saw that you at, ate dinner at four o'clock I ate dinner at 4 30 I started cooking at three o'clock because I like didn't really know what to do with myself and we were recording redheads later and like we were recording redheads at dinner time so I usually don't eat before and then I'm so hungry and then I overeat after so I was mm-hmm. like I should just eat like a whole meal before I cooked chicken parm from the half-baked harvest cookbook and it was so fucking delicious the best thing I ever cooked you would have you loved used it. real chicken I used real chicken because wow. I had like some meats in the freezer from when I hosted Shabbat I know how much you love meats in your freezer. Love. No, you, <laughs> Claudia, like you would have loved it. It was delicious. Wow. I mean, I did see, I did see it and it looked good, except I would have used regular spaghetti instead of zucchini noodles. So it was half spaghetti, half zoodles. Oh. And I've never made zoodles before, but I got the spiralizer I and I made them myself. And I, I, 
I thought it tasted so good, and that way you're eating like half, half. healthy, but still tastes like spaghetti. Right? No, that's interesting. I, I would try have, that. I wouldn't have given it to you. Still, no, you would have just given me the rest of the plain pasta. Yes, but it was just so good, and I just felt like I really treated myself. Are you pleased with the half baked harvest cookbook as being the one of your choice? And is it better than Ina's? Okay, I think that my palate is closer to Tegan's than it is to Ina's is what I've learned. And I do like the recipes that I've made so far. I just don't think there's that many recipes I'm going to be making from the book because they're very involved and like not, and I think just above my level. Pay grade. And like when you are kosher or like have a really specific like dietary restriction list, there's only so many things you can make in a yeah, cookbook. Like, like you can't make, make anything with shrimp. Pork, and pork. I'm not going to be cooking like steaks in my house. Right. So there's limited options, but you should get a kosher cookbook too. Yes, I do have one. But we were saying, like, with a kosher cookbook, then they don't put meat and milk together. And then, oh, it right. We've literally good. had this conversation. Yes. So I'm just, I feel really pleased because I had some bad cooking experiences, but I'm feeling like really good about You're myself. Two and for I just want to say, the cast iron skillet is my new favorite thing. Were you the one who called me yesterday and said, Do you have a cast iron skillet? I did because I think that you need one. I think everybody really? needs one. Yeah, because it like cooks everything so deliciously. And unfortunately, a cast iron skillet now reminds me of Emily in Paris. You know, when he like gives her the skillet. Yeah. But it makes everything like really delicious. And it's like a one pan dish, which I realized I love. An OPD. An OPD. I feel that for sure. Less dishes. Also, speaking of my night last night, we recorded the Redheads and it was so great. And we had just gotten the news about New York Times bestseller. So we're all reacting and feeling really excited. Honestly, I had like FOMO that you guys would do an episode without me. Like after we had like the best night ever last month. And then it's like you just go back to like leaving me out you no, know it, it wasn't the same I will say okay that makes me feel good so if you want to read this book and then you can read the next one too maybe yeah. I'll have you back on you know what I think I might just have trouble I've never been a part of a book club before but I'm just such an inconsistent reader like I read a, a whole book this like in in 12 hours yes like two days ago and before that I hadn't read since Christmas break yeah so it's just like I get an itch and I scratch really fucking hard and then I never scratch again but that's what's so great about being in a book club and I feel this way about the redheads it's like sometimes I go on hiatus from reading but doing the redheads always brings me back at least once a month to reading one book that's and true. I'm always really grateful for it like if I hadn't read the redheads book this week I probably wouldn't have read again for a while because I just like wasn't really feeling it but now I'm like ready to read again right. so it always like resets you every month and I think that's what's great about being in a book club any book club I but agree the redheads but the redheads is the best one is on another level and also at the end of the episode we made such an exciting announcement about the fact that we are dropping merch oh yes in about two weeks stay tuned for all of the details it's the literally merch. right over there it's so sick it's so sickening you guys I think even non-redheads will have to purchase that's me like hello also not only are we dropping Redheads merch, but just look out in the next couple months. Like, TMT merch is being fired out of all cylinders. The most sickening designs you've ever fucking seen in your life. No, the ones that are... There's a drop coming soon that the Redheads is a part of. Jackie, can I... That, no, no, no. Okay, because okay. I, I think no, it's the, okay, it's okay. the sweatshirt version like needs yeah, to be yeah, the yeah. first thing that's seen. But there's a drop coming soon that the Redheads is a part of that is sickening the merch down. It's and sickening the fucking warehouse down. <laughs> the warehouse is sick. Yeah, the warehouse has COVID. The warehouse is infirm. We have to get the warehouse to the hospital. <laughs> Take its temperature. Rectally. <laughs> so we need help. Stay tuned for that. I think it's around like February 17th, but details coming soon. Um, also, a reminder, tomorrow's our last show of the week, and we're also going to be recapping our Toast Movie of the Week. So if you missed earlier in the week, we are bringing back Toast Movie of the Week for the month of February in honor of Black History Month, highlighting black stories, black histories, m- black history movies that highlight the black community. This week's movie is The Butler, and we're going to be recapping it tomorrow. So don't forget to do that, your homework. And 
we're going to be assigning another movie on Monday. Yes, so excited. Yeah, we've gotten really good recommendations and we've heard people, and I think a lot of people have raised valid points, like not every book or movie or TV show um, that you watch like has to be about, you know, the the hardest times in the black history yeah. in black history but also celebrate like the culture and the community and i i felt that so we're gonna diversify all the movies all the choices i'm really excited but don't forget to watch that it's streaming on netflix so if you have netflix you can watch it for free can't wait okay i guess without further ado it's time you know i mean i mean let me think like as a new york times best-selling what author, do you want to do you know your time i feel like the author in me, sorry, the New York Times bestselling author in me would just want us to get to work. Like, you know, because I'm obviously like a really hard worker. Right. So I think we should do it. You think so? I do. Okay, without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And very appropriately, today's episode is brought to you by Bruch. I wish we had Bruch when we were the morning breath. Like, it just would have been... A hundred percent. Oh, also, <laughs> sorry, I'm pausing the ad. The fact that I made the New York Times bestsellers list is a miracle. But the fact that I was on top of a book called Breathe or Breath, Breath, Breath is just poetic justice. And you know, Hashem, he works in mysterious ways. But I saw that, Hashem. Thank no, you very much. God is a literal comedian. Like, call so me comedy queen. Comedy <laughs> queen. Okay, today's episode is brought to you by Bruce, the best electric toothbrush on the market. You guys need it in your life. Jackie and I talk about it almost every day, even when it's not sponsored. It, it works super, super well. Like, I went to the dentist, and you went to the dentist. Mm-hmm. And someone else told me that she went to the dentist after getting a brush, and the dentist was like, wow, your brushing has gotten so much better. And they were like, what kind of br- brush is it? And she's like, doc, it's a brush. <laughs> it works really, really well. And and it's so reasonably priced because so many of these um, electric toothbrushes that are on the market are like cost over $200, which is crazy, like crazy. But Bruce is very reasonably priced and you save money because it's a sustainable uh, option. You don't have to buy a new one every six months. And they have a subscription service now that can save you money on refilling your replaceable head. So it's just really fabulous. It's everything of the sort. Claudia and I both have the pink brush, but I was actually just on the brush website, like looking at the other colors. Do they have new seasonal colors? The colors are so sickening. And it's oh, like, sure. I already have my brush and I love it, but I just am like really tingling for that blue brush. I think we got to get a new one. Maybe get it for Zach. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So the uh, brush, it's brush, excuse me, itself, has six unique modes to customize your brushing experience and the battery life lasts four weeks. The magnetic charging stand um, comes in the compact travel case. So if you're traveling, you actually don't need to bring your charger unless you're charging for uh, traveling for more than four weeks, in which case, jealous. The subscription program helps you never forget your brush head again because brush will ship you new replacement heads every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. Their sleek design has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design and comes in trend-driven seasonal colors and looks great on your bathroom counter. Very true. It's not bulky. It's elegant. It literally looks like it was designed at SpaceX with Elon Musk. 100%. Elon, definitely. Allegedly. Had, he's an investor, for sure. I don't know that for fact, but I just have a feeling. Yeah. Get 15% off your Bruce toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code TOAST at Bruce.com. That's 15% off using promo code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Love it. Okay, first story, an update to last week's news. Madison LaCroix says she has, quote, never been physical, unquote, with Alex Rodriguez. Okay, so in the last 24 hours, Danny Baird, like... Went on a podcast and spilled it all. Spilled the beans saying that the ex-MLB player is A-Rod. And now Madison has broken her silence on the alleged relationship, exclusively telling Page Six that she and the ex-MLB star have never met in person and only spoke on the phone. 
So she clarified that they've, quote, spoken on the phone, that's the truth, she said, adding that they've never been physical, never had any kind of anything, just an acquaintance, which is what we got from the reunion. Yeah. And then, so a rep for A-Rod was like, these rumors are bogus, he's never met her. And it's like, yeah, no, she that's never true. said. That is true. They're both telling the truth, but he was definitely reaching out. They've never met. And even if all, you know, they were never physical, like an engaged man having a phone relationship, even if it was like platonic business, whatever, a phone relationship with like a, like a, a reality star who's 20 years younger than your fiance. Like it's so inappropriate no, on so many levels. Having a relationship with anyone, like, and it's clear that it's not like he just watched Southern Charm and was taken no. with Madison. And He's not a one. big fan of the show. Like this is apparently, as we found out in last week, like this is what A-Rod does. Yeah. And you know, like I am always the first person to like come down on Danny Baird, but like honestly, everyone knew it already. So it's like not that big of a deal that she spilled the beans. Yeah. And she's obviously like so clearly still mad at Madison for the whole gonorrhea thing. Mm -hmm. So I think in a lot of ways, this was like her final act of revenge. Yeah. Also, I, I think everybody sort of knew it was A-Rod, but no one wanted to say it because that could be libelous. And everyone's like, allegedly this, that. And I mean, all these Instagram accounts are just saying, because apparently you can just do that on Instagram. It's yeah, like, you can. Just share anonymous rumors. Yeah, yeah no, you for can. real. So I am glad that Danny just like put it. Yeah. But also... Um, Oh, shit. What I was going to say. I was going to say, Danny Madison. Yeah. It's defamatory. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm clear. I, it wasn't that interesting because the story is, like, kind of getting boring. It is. But it's always good to have clarification. And it's also the craziest thing that, like, this little reality show is, like, circling. Making it's, the sports world. No, it's, like, J-Lo's oh. fiancé. Jayla's fiance. What I was going to say was that they did call him multiple times on the reunion and married ex-MLB player, which is not entirely true. So that's why a lot of people were like, it, it's probably A-Rod, but they said married. Yeah, that was confusing. But he's engaged. Like it's, I think at this point, it's just semantics. Yeah, to me, like they're married. Yeah. But then they're but not because he acts like this. Like, what is Jayla going to do about this? You know, this is what we, we say time and time again. It's like when women like J-Lo and Beyonce, like even they, their men are like fucking around on them. Like, how are we expected? How is there any hope for the rest of us? It's just, it's so disappointing. It's so disappointing. I just, how can she stand by him now? Like, I clearly. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Like, this is what he does. There are now all these other things. And it's like, what's the, I don't get it. Like, why? Yeah. And, like, for so long, I shipped these two so hard. Like, I built the biggest mega yacht in the Caribbean for these two. Like, I thought they were the perfect couple in so many ways. Like, we literally couldn't decide who's more rich. They're on the same level, fame-wise, money-wise. They both are, like, so proud of their, their cultures. Like, I just thought this was the best couple, maybe in the history of Hollywood. Yeah, like, I really felt best. that way. But he has really sullied. Sullied the, the Lopez she name. He is Chesley sullied Sullenberger. It's disgusting. This relationship. I do find it so interesting that Madison LaCroix, like, even though she's on, like, a small Bravo reality show, like, keeps finding her way into the phones of, like, major celebrities and athletes. And I would just love to know, like, her secrets. And, like, if, the, if these two, like, these are two now, like, really messy public, like, things going on mm -hmm. will this hinder her future possible relationships with other athletes I don't know and I also have to wonder I do think like it's just kind of coincidental that she's like was talking to the two most 
famous athletes because the Jay Cutler thing was like a spite thing. Like if it wasn't for Austin and Craig talking to Kristen, like she never would have gotten in communication with Jay. And it's clear that I don't know. And and, she was never really speaking like, like she was never bragging about it. Like Andy asked her about it on Watch Robin's Live and she's like, that's private. Yeah. But with A-Rod, it's like, does he watch the show and sought her out or did he just see her Instagram? It's so weird. I literally don't know. I would just love to know like the origins of their story, like how they came to come in contact with one another. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I swear, you guys, I'm not picking my nose on the YouTube today. My nostrils are so itchy. Interesting. Does, does that mean something? You know when, like, when your armpits are itchy, like, someone's talking shit about like you? Like, if your palms are itchy, like, you're coming into money. Oh, shit. I wish my palms were itchy. It's like, your nostrils are itchy. You're what does that be mean? a New York Times bestseller, I think. Oh, too bad. I guess I'll have to scratch, <laughs> scratch away. Scratch, scratch. <laughs> okay, next story. Look at little dude. Why is he so dirty? Have you seen outside, Jackie? Oh, that's true. That's true. Did I, have I ever mentioned on the show what New York looks like after it snows? No, you haven't. And also, what happened at Dennis's funeral? <laughs> Stop. That's so mean. You guys like are always being mean to me. You and Theo. Always getting up on me. Oh my God, he was actually a torture fest in the bed last night. After we did that Dear Toasters yesterday, I think I jinxed myself because I'm like, we have a perfect situation. <laughs> I sleep on one side, Theo's in the middle, and we all fit perfectly. <laughs> oh my God, like Hashem laughing in my face. He was torture fest. I literally was lying on my stomach. He s- stepped on my back, circled, and laid directly on my back in like a little swirly ball. Bruno has done that to me. And but Bruno's like, so light. He weighs almost 20 pounds. Yeah. He's, he weighs more than that. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Okay. Are you ready for our next story? He weighs almost 30 pounds. <laughs> no, he weighs 20, it, like 21. I mean, honestly, like... We've all gained a little in the queue. Listen, a shut lot. the fuck up. Like, Theo's in such no. perfect health. No, I'm not. Knock on wood. I didn't say anything negative about him. I think he's a beautiful boy. Theo, are you hearing this? Yeah, he's like, thank you, Auntie. I don't think that's what he's saying. Are you ready for our next story? I guess. Because Morgan Wallen's label suspends him. As Indefinitely. Co- as country radio drops his songs after he used a racial slur. Morgan Wallen is being suspended from his label and his songs are being pulled from hundreds of radio stations and CMT nationwide. As iHeartMedia and Cumulus Media, the two biggest radio station groups in the U.S., along with CMT, pulled his music from their airwaves after Wallen was captured using the N-word in a video obtained by TMZ on Tuesday. His record label is, quote, indefinitely suspending him. His record label, Big Loud, put out a statement saying in the wake of recent events, Big Loud Records has made the decision to suspend Morgan Wallen's recording contract indefinitely. Republic Records fully supports Big Loud's decision and agreed such behavior will not be tolerated. I mean, it's it's definitely, I think, the right move. And I'm, and honestly, like, I think that I saw first, because I was thinking, I'm like, I wonder if there's going to be any, like, career repercussions for him. Like, obviously, like, the public is very mad at him. But mm-hmm. will there be, like, actual business repercussions? And the first, and I have to commend CMT, they were the first I saw. And then once they said that they were going to pull all of his performances, other people then followed suit. And, like, nobody wants to be the first one, you know? Yeah. To, like, oh, I didn't see that CMT had been the first. I think the first thing that I saw was his record label. Right, because that was the biggest news. But it yeah. happened after, like, a few other, like, smaller organizations did it. Um, and the thing is, is, like, I was thinking about this morning it's so disappointing on so many levels, but mostly because th- that fake ass apology, like written to like TMZ from, from a publicist, clearly. yeah, like it was just so insincere. When like something like this requires like a really genuine apology to the black community, like it's and it's not even my apology to accept or not accept, but I I know a shitty apology when I see it. So like yeah. that's what makes the whole situation even more disappointing. Like there, there appears to be no effort from him to like give a shit. Yeah, at least not yet. And the video came out, and then he had like this statement written. There was no like time of reflection or right. anything, which. 
it was a strange way to go about it. I'm sure we'll be hearing from him again at some point. I mean, it, even just like, not even for career-wise, but like for his own soul, like you just owe people an apology. And like it can't, it doesn't feel good to like have all that like p- pent up. Like A hundred percent. It's, this whole story is so disappointing. And yesterday, like I was really down about it. Um, but then I decided to read the Time Magazine T.J. Osborne article mm-hmm. where he comes out and his, him and his brother are both interviewed. And I literally like got choked the fuck up reading this article. It was so beautiful. Of course, like because his story is incredible, but also because the support from his brother. And he was like, you know, and, and they're like, they're country, but they're not mainstream country. They're actually like more country than like, CMA awards like they're more redneck and like that just makes it like so much bigger of a deal and he was like you know when we're playing shows in Chicago I don't think anyone's gonna like you know chant me off the stage but like if we're doing county fairs like in the middle of nowhere like you really never know and like that's what remains to be seen for them and the brother was like no like when he told me I was so happy and when he told me he wanted to come out publicly I didn't doubt it for a second and I was so supportive of him and like if all of this went away but he got to live his best life like I would be so happy and it was literally like I was crying listen reading this article it was so sweet and I stand TJ Osborne and I have um the perfect man for him so if someone from his camp could get in contact with me do you yeah oh that's so exciting well because I immediately thought I'm like this guy's tall and handsome and successful like gotta set him up with TPG and then literally late last night, TBG DM'd me his Instagram story and was like, who is this? Like, got it. And I'm like, Brian, get with him. Get I think they're such a cute ships, couple. Everyone. So I don't know if he's dating anyone because he's been keeping his, you know, love life very private. But if he if wants a shit off, TJ, come to Aunt Claudia. I've got you. TJXTPG. Sickening, right? So sickening. I've got my shipbuilding materials. I know. We're ready to set sail. I know. That's so stunning. I know. Okay, well, our next story is related because JoJo Siwa says her super encouraging girlfriend inspired her to come out. She's a girlfriend? Yes. On Wednesday night, the YouTuber chatted with Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, where she gushed about her super encouraging sweetheart who prompted her to share her truth with her followers. Can I say one thing really quickly? Like, not about this story, just about Jimmy Fallon. Mm -hmm. So Jimmy Fallon obviously had JoJo Siwa on, and Olivia Rodrigo, I think tonight or last night, is going on Fallon, which is, like, such a big deal. And it does feel very weird to have this, like, 40-year-old man, like, be involved in, like, the Sabrina Carpenter of it all and I just feel like so many young people are like making so much news recently like there needs to be a show on television for young people that's all I was gonna that's say that's a really good point like, like Jimmy Fallon one. talking to Jojo Siwa like what's just, going on just one at least just one literally yeah. one kid's like like evening show yeah or one late night show hosted by someone like under 30 but like the kids go to sleep early that's what's tough about no I'm not night. talking about 11 year olds like no the, no no but like if it's geared for like Jojo Siwa fans like her fans are asleep Okay, I'm just saying, like, there needs to be some So maybe program. not late night, but I agree, where it's, like, it's not really weird that, like, Jimmy Fallon is talking to Olivia Rodrigo. Right, like a 17-year-old talking to, like, an over-40 man. Yeah. I want to say almost 50, like... Yeah, I feel you. Okay. JoJo told Jimmy Fallon that she felt emboldened to share the image while filming with a group of LGBTQ plus TikTokers called Pride House, assuming the, crab- the collaboration would, quote, out her anyway. She said, I don't really mind because it is true. I do have the most amazing, wonderful, perfect, most beautiful girlfriend in the whole world, she Stop. said. One day I was on FaceTime with my girlfriend and I was like, I kind of just want to post this picture on my Instagram story, she explained. She said she was super encouraging. She was like, do it. And I was like, all right. And I did it. And then I went back to FaceTiming with her. 
Thankfully, fans have been overwhelmingly supportive, but Siwa admitted it was a really big risk. This is really sweet what she said, and it reminds me of the TJ article. She said, quote, if I lost everything that I've created because of being myself and because of loving who I want to love, I don't want it. If I can't Aww. love who I want to love, it's one of the most important things to me. That's so sweet. I'm literally going to cry. Oh, yeah. my God. She's such a role model. Like, honestly, we make fun of JoJo, but I'm done. We don't. No, no, because she's like. a little magic cigarette. Jo- <laughs> That's it. JoJo and her magic cigarettes, but... JoJo and her magic cigarettes. But, like, honestly, in this house, we fucking stand JoJo Siwa. We stand Oh, that was so sweet. So sweet. She's such a role model. Like, kids these days are so lucky to have her. And what a good head she has on her shoulders to be able to, like, see that. It's like, all of this, I'm sure she has so much wealth and opportunities and excitement and these things that going on in her career. And it's like, if she can't be who she wants to be in love, who she wants to love, she doesn't want it. Then what's the point? Send it back. Oh, Oh, my God. I love her so much. Like... She's a queen. Oh my god. Yeah. I like you know what? If you had told me like this year Jojo Siwa was going to become an LGBTQ plus icon, I like never would have believed you. But like here we are. Like she's literally changing the world. Mm-hmm. Her impact huge. Huge. Okay, next story. Can oh wait, hear- is it the next story <laughs> brought to you by Imperfect Foods? It, it is. And you'll, coincidence. See, you'll see why soon. Ooh. Well, Imperfect Foods is on a mission to reimagine grocery delivery for a kinder, less wasteful world. They deliver sustainable, affordable groceries, including produce, quality protein, eggs and dairy, and pantry staples straight to your door. Plus, they are always adding fun and tasty new discoveries for you to try each week. All you have to do is sign up and create your flexible, personalized grocery plan, and then shop online each week and get affordable and sustainable groceries delivered directly to your door. With Imperfect Foods, grocery shopping fits seamlessly into your life, and every week is a tasty adventure. Sign up with Imperfect Foods today to save time, money, and food from going to waste. And right now, Imperfect Foods is offering our listeners 20% off plus free shipping on your first order when you go to imperfectfoods.com and make sure to use promo code TOAST. Try Imperfect Foods now for a limited time to get 20% off plus free shipping on your first order. Go to imperfectfoods.com and use code TOAST to sign up. So that offer again is 20% off plus free shipping at imperfectfoods.com. Promo code TOAST. So I'm always looking for new ways to get food to my house, like without having to leave the house. And Imperfect Foods has great selection of food. Probably my favorite that I've seen. So check it out. Imperfect Foods. Check it out. Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter will be fighting in a celebrity boxing match this summer. Retired NBA star Lamar Odom and former pop star Aaron Carter are set to face off in a celebrity boxing match this summer, according to a report. Celebrity boxing CEO Damon Feldman told TMZ Sports that the three-round exhibition will take place at the Showboat Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey on June 12th. Oh, the story just gets sadder and sadder. Atlantic City? (laughs) They can't even get Vegas? Like... Odom and Carter have already started training in the gym for the big event, according to the outlet. Odom, who played 14 seasons with the NBA, stands tall at 6'10", while Aaron Carter is 6'1". Oh, my Despite, God. Well, this is not even a, this like... This isn't even a, like a competition. Yeah, no. Lamar Odom's obviously going to win. Despite the height difference, Carter says he is excited to face Odom in the ring. Carter's told TMZ, this is a crazy matchup. It's like David and Goliath. I'm really looking forward to this fight. I mean, this is some loser-on-loser fighting. Like, it's (laughs) so weird and so lame. And honestly, I feel sad for Lamar Odom that he's, like, gotten to this place in his career where this is something he's actually considering doing. No, he didn't consider it. Like, he signed up. Like, he signed the contract. (laughs) Whereas, like, Aaron Carter just, like, has like spiral to this place and it like makes sense but like Lamar Odom was like six man of the year he was with the Kardashians like and and so much happened in his life that like you know got him to a bad place and I'm really happy that he's like back in fighting shape and healthy but like Literally. I'm just sad that he's not like living in Calabasas and like 
that he's not too good for this because in my mind he is yeah i agree also like the fact that this fight seems very unfair but you never know <laughs> yeah, right like maybe we'll be watching also it's in june which seems really far away yeah maybe aaron carter can grow a little bit till but, in, in oh, time imagine june. he like bulks up like yeah. crazy you know i'm sure that's what they're both doing right now i cannot wait for floyd mayweather and logan paul like that's gonna be the best night of my life i think i'm gonna have like a, a fight gathering at my when home when is it I don't know. Speaking of big sporting events, the Super Bowl is very soon. So get your bets in. Yeah. Get your picks in. I'm still not sure. You're still I feel, not sure. Even I know I'm being drawn 12? to number 12. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was the sign that you needed. Maybe. I just like, lo- I really do love rooting for an underdog. And like, I think the obvious choice is you. the Brady's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, so I'm going to stick with my choice. And I really, I, I feel very supported the by obvious the obvious choice. Oh, it's the Brady's. Yeah. yeah. And I feel very um, supported by the people of Kansas City. Like, you know, they sold out my show. Yeah. The people in Tampa did too, but it was a much smaller venue. So okay. I don't know. Judging by that alone. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like, I, I really respect how much people from Kansas City like respect their hometown. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have so much hometown pride. It's so admirable. I agree. Because I fucking hate this place. <laughs> no, I agree. I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. Can't wait to find out what happens on Monday morning. Still have no plans. Ben is going to a party and he's like, it's all guys, but like, I can ask if I can bring you. I'm like, ugh, that is so insulting. Like, can I bring my wife? Like, what? Like, it's ugh, so embarrassing. 100%. So, maybe I should have the girls over make chicken parm. Yeah, no, like, maybe we could do something like more fun to make Ben jealous. But yeah. For sure. How you rude is that? I want to use my cast iron skillet to make spinach artichoke dip. Oh, that's a great idea. And then will you come over? Ben will be jealous of that. And then also we'll have all the pups over. He'll that. be jealous of that. That. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fifth and final story. It hurts. It really hurts, but I'm still holding out hope. Kim Kardashian has little contact with Kanye West. Yeah. A source says that she, quote, has a divorce plan in place. There have been like a And few... he moved over 500 pairs of shoes out of the closet. He moved over 500 pairs of shoes out of the closet, and she showed off her new skim showroom in her house, which looks a lot like the closet Yeezy. that Kanye used when David Letterman was at their house. But the argument could also be made that they have his and hers closets. Mirror- and they they literally look... mirrored. And that they look exactly the same. Yeah, that didn't convince me of anything, but I do think like it. Also, like people like move closets all the time. Like things happen. Yeah, like rich people are like constantly shifting their clothing. Yeah, like maybe like she took over his and then he got a different wing. Like that's just no. I think Jackie, I can explain my way out of it, but I just feel like right. the news isn't slowing down about this. Right, you could talk your way out of it, but I don't know if it's necessarily like the truth. I think that we might, you know, have to reconcile what the truth is. Yeah, and I'm if that is what comes to be, I will be able to reconcile it. But until then, I'm allowed to have hope. I know you're allowed to have doubts like of the story yeah and like until Kim tells me like I just I don't I don't need to act I don't need to feel anything that's completely fine thank you thank you for respecting my boundaries so what was the story that he's like moved out in there really but we also know that he's been living in Cody for over a year so like but that she has a divorce plan in place and that they're no longer doing marriage counseling they're living separate lives who wrote this they have no contact people magazine it's not, it's not that unreliable, you know? Mm-hmm. That's upsetting. Yeah. So. So some of us Kimye stands maybe have to start swallowing the truth. Maybe have to start repurposing our ship material yeah. for a new boat. That's okay. Hurts. Hurts. Oh, well, I can't even think about it. That's going to just be the craziest thing. But also, I just feel like the way that this news is coming out, it's like so delayed and staggered. It's by the time it finally like drops everyone will be kind of like immune to it i think maybe that was like the point yeah i think that's called strategy like in the pr world oh interesting it's a good strategy yeah 
Um, those were the stories, and I definitely... I feel as though you needed to know them. I feel as though you definitely needed to know them. It's been a big, a busy week. And also, busy of course, week. you must know that Claudia Atre is a New York Times bestselling author. You number must. Um, we also have... Uh, okay, so tomorrow is our final show of the week. Mm-hmm. We're going to be recapping uh, Lee Daniels, The Butler. You know, I don't know why I literally thought the name of that movie was Lee Daniels the butler I know but it's Lee Daniels is the butler, the butler. but like, like Lee Daniels presents but the way that it is and the way that people spoke about it when it was like coming out they were like Lee Daniels the butler yes I agree but I know like Lee Daniels is a filmmaker so I'm like it's Lee Daniels is the butler yes but now it's like I keep every time I search it I'm like Lee Daniels the butler and it's just the, it's just called the butler like yeah. <laughs> no it's it's really interesting how that happened so I'm gonna watch that today because I haven't watched it yet because you know I'll forget if I watch it anything farther than one day before um so make sure to watch it if you haven't watched it yet and we'll be recapping it tomorrow and we also have a fabulous interview on tomorrow's episode so stay tuned for that stay tuned tomorrow's for that. gonna be a big day and hopefully we'll be recapping real houses of salt lake city tomorrow and yeah. southern charm and southern charm i um i am celebrating my new york times bestseller authorship again tonight oh you are anything exciting where's my invite um it's like in the mail. So. Okay, well, you know what? I have a really busy day planned. So I'm just saying, like, if I get to Southern Charm, like, I'll get to it. But I'm just, like, I'm celebrating me. And, and I can't, you know, be sorry for that. No, I agree. And usually I would take you celebrating you to mean that, like, I don't have to watch either. But I'm actually, like, excited, excited to watch it. It's not just a chore. So hopefully I will be watching. Okay, well, I everyone, why I wouldn't. have an amazing day. But you Thank never you. know. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. Literally anywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing Thursday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for... Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.